You're listening to Radio Influence. Welcome to America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Be it life, business, sports, or any other facet of your life that you want to improve, Jim can help you become your best, most authentic self. Now, here is your host, the coach of champions, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Jim Fannin Show. I'm Jim Fannin. I hope you're having an awesome week, an awesome day. Today's show, today's episode is about stress and how stress is good. For real, stress is good. Most of you know this show is dedicated to being in the peak performance mindset called the zone. We all want to be in that purposeful, calm feeling where nothing goes wrong. We all want to be in the zone, taking a test, making a presentation, whatever situation condition, or circumstance that you're in where you need to be at your best, well, that's when you want to be in the zone. But the zone is not going to arrive, not like you'd like, without stress. That's right. Stress is the ignition fuel to bring a deep zone state mentally and physically where you are at your best. Humans, we need stress to reach peak performance. So what's the challenge? Well, managing stress, that's the challenge. And that's what this episode's all about. Just remember, you can't be in the zone without stress. In 1999, I'm going to take you all the way back. And I'm taking you back to 1999. It's the first time I met George Steinbrenner. It was about this time of the year. I'm in Tampa, Florida. Steinbrenner elated George Steinbrenner, was the boss, the man, the owner of the New York Yankees. And I'm in Tampa, spring training. The boss had heard about my work with MLB All-Stars, and I'm down there anyway seeing a few clients. And uh, Tampa, preseason home of the Yankees. I get to the complex, and then I heard this man yelling, screaming, profanity, He's yelling at a baker. This guy was delivering the cake. Now, the cake was either late or the design on the cake was wrong, but this guy wasn't just the delivery guy. He was the baker. Well, whoever he was or whatever happened, the boss, Steinbrenner, he was not happy, and everybody in the building knew it. And then he turned to me and he goes, go to my office. I haven't even been introduced. I I don't think he knew who I was. Go to my office. So I'm looking around. Yeah, he's pointing to me. And I go into his office. Now, he's not there. He's still yelling at the baker. So in the office, it was like a memorial to George. It had pictures of George and the Pope and George with presidents and famous people, awards, plaques. And then I started feeling my own stress going, what am I doing here with this guy who's still yelling at a baker. So when George finally came into the office, he sat in his chair, and and I'm not kidding, it felt five feet higher than my chair. I thought I was in a courtroom. He didn't even look up. He just started mumbling toward me, and he goes, I hope you're not one of those goddamn sports psychologists. And pretty meekly, I said, I'm not. Good. Sports psychologists on our team, they expect a bonus. They want a ring. Can you believe that? 
so why are you here? Of course, I guess he was forgetting that he asked me to come down. And I answered, I'm an expert on the zone, on how to get into peak performance mentally. That's my expertise. And I started telling him about my program and how it's worked for so many all-stars. And then he turned to me and he goes, do you speak Spanish? He turned to me and he goes, do you speak Japanese? I said, no. I got a big fat toad on my team and I want you to help. And I immediately realized he was referring to the then overweight pitcher Hideki Irabu. If you're a baseball fan, you might remember this. It did make the headlines in New York. The boss immediately got on the phone and then he ordered, Cashman, get in here. Cashman, he beckoned the general manager, Brian Cashman. Been the general manager for a long time. He's famous in his own right. Cashman, get in here. And from that moment forward, my meeting was with Brian Cashman on how I could help the Yankees. George just left. He didn't say goodbye. He didn't shake my hand. I realized this is a guy who knew what he wanted, and then he delegated it. Stress runs downhill. Because with that delegation came authority to Brian Cashman, responsibility to Brian Cashman, and most importantly for George, accountability. Talk to this guy. He can help us make something happen. If not, we're done. Several days after my meeting with George, uh, Hideki Irabo failed to cover first base on a ground ball. Ninth inning, meaningless game in Fort Lauderdale. But it was the second time in a row that Irabo had loafed. He completely loafed. Lazy. And this time, he said, big fat toad to the newspaper. And that was in the New York media. That was in the headlines, in the post. Big fat toad. Anyway, every detail was important to George, and stress ran downhill. Needless to say, Arabu was eventually completely gone from the team. We've all had meetings like that where we go, what am I doing here? And you feel the stress. You may be aware of your chest tightening up. You may be aware of your throat closing. You may have your hand on your throat. You may become aware of fidgeting. And that's when the stress of energy starts backing up like a toilet. But we need stress to be the best we can be. Greatness requires it. Now, let me change gears. Diamonds, although there is a similarity of diamonds in baseball, but a diamond is not a diamond without pressure. Over a million, millions of years, the immense pressure within our earth turns a decaying fossil into coal. And under very extreme high temperature and the force of being buried 100 miles below the earth's surface, the hardest, the most thermally conducted bulk material known to man is finally formed, the diamond. Oh, yeah, it's a rare gem. We covet the diamond. Which competitor will be turned into the diamond of their sport because they could manage stress and manage pressure. Who choked during the moment of truth? You know, negative stress, come on, it's always going to show up. And it comes at the most inconvenient time. It does, just when you don't want it. It's going to be there. But it's this moment that the champion uses this intense pressure 
to perform right now as fuel for the zone. The zone phenomenon at performing at your best, it requires stress. Stress narrows the champion's focus. Oh, it'll scatter the thoughts of the poorly prepared for sure. It hermetically seals a performer's mind from the distractions of the past and the future. This is the stress that doubles or even triples the shutter speed of the champion's eyes, providing him or her the illusion everything's in slow motion. And, of course, that sets off a chain reaction of your conscious mind shutting down and your intuition taking over, guiding you in these moments of truth. The blood in your stomach diverted swiftly within a hundredth of a second of when that stress arrived. And the blood goes to the brain for clarity and the large muscles for inordinate quickness, speed, agility, and strength. This is the kind of pressure that produces enough serotonin to lower the best of the best breathing. The six to eight breaths a minute, while some stress, when it arrives and you're unprepared, you just start breathing over 20 breaths a minute. It won't be long. You're going to choke. It won't be long before you'll need a paper bag to breathe in. Yeah, the champion always bathes in the intense pressure of seemingly negative and unwelcome stress, but they take it and put it on like a blanket. I know the pressure to win, the pressure not to lose. Well, that'll squeeze most performers to the breaking point. But that's why we watch pro sports. We love it. We watch pros when the money's on the table. And if you're like me, you watched the NBA All-Star Game this past weekend. Team Giannis, Team LeBron, it's to see how players react under pressure, fourth quarter pressure. Just like you have pressure when you play golf for $20 skins and you only got 10 bucks in your pocket, that's pressure. It's fun to watch the superstar like Anthony Davis. I love Anthony Davis, Southside Chicago guy, Kentucky, come on. Come on, I love him. He is, he's great. He's a superstar. He'll be a Hall of Famer. But it was fun to watch him choke the first free throw when the money's on the table. He makes that first free throw, the game's over. He clanks it off the back of the rim and then calmly, coolly drains it. Game over. Team LeBron is the winner. What a great fourth quarter. You know, every day you face adversity. Every day you face the pressures of life. You need money when money's scarce. You need love when maybe love's fleeting at the moment. You need companionship when, definitely when there's nobody around, when you're alone. We need, we want, we hunt, we forage. And just the pressure of everyday living, taking care of our kids. Where are they? Are they safe? Thinking about our relationships. Thinking about our boss. Thinking about our direct reports. Pressure of everyday living, it's real. It can cripple even the superstar. But who's going to turn that lump of coal talent that we all have? Who's going to turn that into a multi-million dollar diamond? Who's going to relax, jaw unhinges, breathing deeply when the moment of truth arrives? Who will remain disciplined when chaos is everywhere and you cocoon yourself alone in a crowd? Who's going to keep their focus when most start looking around and looking away? Who will lift their head after a mistake? And who's going to lower it 
when their last move disappointed them? Who's going to execute the basics of whatever they do while the majority, well, they're going to try too hard? And who's going to lose their passion, especially when the pressure of the moment grips their throat? And it definitely will erase your smile. How about you? Are you prepared for good stress? What is good stress? E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. I've talked about it on the show. E used the Greek word for good, like euphoria or eureka. You stress. Good stress. This is stress on your terms, on your conditions, on your set of situations. This is stress that you place on yourself. And it's a positive. How do you do that? How do you have good stress? If you set a vision for 2020, 12 months on 1231 2020, you have a vision. Did you meet that vision? Did you eclipse it? You may have a vision for your company on 45 million sales for the entire division that you're running. Well, there's no big deal right now. I don't feel any stress. But how about November? How about December? How about December 10th when you got 20 days to collect another 10 million and that may not be happening? Oh, that's stress. That is definitely stress. But we need goals with well-defined, well-defined goals. With timeline, that creates good stress. You can always move the goalpost. You can always change the timeline. Have goals for the quarter, goals for the month. Have goals for the week. Have goals for tomorrow. These little goals for one performance or one day or seven days or 31 days this month, 29 days, those are all positive. They're going to bring the zone to you, a purposeful calm where you will have the feeling nothing will go wrong. Now, here's a couple of tips on really managing good stress. The B to A principle. I've spoken about that. You and I, we've been trained as little kids. Here's A, there's B, draw a straight line, A to B. You've been trained like that. I've been trained like that. The best in the world do not go from A to B. They go from B to A. They go straight to B and see what they want. Now, the key is to do it not just for the year, your annual business goal for 2020. You need to embrace it. Go there, see it, feel it. What's it like? And know what you're going to do next after accomplishing it. And then work your way backwards. Reverse engineer chronologically from B back to A. What are you doing December 15th? What are you doing December 1? What have you accomplished? November 15th. November 1, what have you accomplished? Keep working backwards. October, September, August, July, June. Back it up chronologically to right now. And what that does by reverse engineering, it ensures you're going to finish. It ensures you're going to close. And what you've done, you've reverse engineered a pathway. And now standing at A, well, you've already gone B to A. And that illuminates a pathway like a runway at night at O'Hare or whatever airport you're in. And now that gives us positive thoughts. 
because we can see it, and then we walk on it as if it's so. But how about creating the same B to A for a meeting? You have a presentation tomorrow, 10 a.m. You've been working on this for a week. You have the details. You know how to open. You know the four or five points you want to make, and you know how you want to close. And you know the takeaways that you would like everybody to have. That's definitely B to A. B to A is thinking, what do I want these people to think and do when they walk away from the meeting? Well, B to A also works with your children when you give them some instructions. You need to see them finishing the project in finished state, as if it's so, as it will be. B to A. This approach of peak performing, it will relax you because we are going to have some negative stress. We walk a gauntlet of negativity by the time we wake up, get in our car, go to work, do whatever we do at work, come home, eat dinner, hang with the family. We walk that gauntlet of people rolling their eyes because it's so cold or people being negative about whatever. Everybody loves to dump their negativity on your doorstep. And if you let it come in and you embrace it and you join them in bitching and moaning about how cold it is here in Chicago, well, that's not good stress because good stress gets you to send your energy away from you. Negative stress It backs up like a commode. And where does it go? Where does that energy go when it backs up? Well, it definitely goes into the muscles. It goes in, not the skeleton system. It doesn't go there. It doesn't go into the organs of the body. Negative stress is typically negative energy that's focused inward. And this includes thinking negatively about your past, sometimes even replaying the same thing over and over again in your mind. Thoughts like, I can't believe she did that. Why would she say that? I wish I never met with him. I wish I had never gone out with him. What an idiot. It's also when you think negatively about how you look or how you feel. God, I'm so fat. I can't believe I'm going to Miami. What? How am I going to go on the beach? Or I don't feel well. I think I'm coming down with something. This is energy backing up, and where's it going to go? Well, it's not going to go in the skeleton. It's not going to go in the organs. You got 600 muscles inside your body. That's where it's going to go. This is where negative energy eventually is going to reside, and it may stay there. How long? It depends on you. But it could go into muscles that control your breathing, blood flow, digestion, and every move you make. Well, you got conscious control over some of these muscles, but others, they're going to operate without any thought at all. And what happens when that negative energy goes there? It's going to put pressure on your heart. Your cardiac muscles, also involuntary, they're responsible for blood circulation. Stress here, come on, that can have dire consequences, especially over time. Heart attacks are definitely brought on by negative stress. It could be genetic, but negative stress will give it a nudge. This one we seldom see coming. So we think we know what our muscles are, but there's 600 of them, 
And if I ask you to move a few of them, you go, where are they? What? You're very aware of stress in your skeletal muscles, pain in your lower back or your jaws tense right now, your neck, your shoulders. They're sore. They're tight. That's an indicator of stress. And there's muscle relaxation techniques. They're great for relieving stress. They'll relieve stress not just from these muscles, but your mind as well. But are you aware when you feel stress in your involuntary, unconsciously controlled muscles? Well, that's tension headaches, muscle spasms, stomach aches, excessive perspiration, even bladder irregularities. Those are all signs of stress in your smooth muscular system. We need to heighten our awareness to these indicators of negative stress. So how do we do this? First of all, start thinking B to A in everything you do. Think about the outcome. Think about the solution and then see the pathway to make it so. And then you need to immunize yourself, almost like an invisible vaccination against zone breakers, or I call them score breakers, things that disrupt our discipline and wreak havoc on our concentration and lower our optimism and totally uh, freak out our relaxation and definitely impact our enjoyment. That's no fun with negative stress. Here's a couple of tools. We've talked about the reboot. Just periodically turn your brain off. Simply unhinge your jaw. Shut your eyes and clear all thoughts from your mind. Hold this blank screen 30 to 90 seconds. Just clear your mind. No future, no past. Just clear your mind. What else can you do? You can take a quiet, relaxing, hot bath. And what do you do when you're soaking in the tub? Nothing. You could visualize, but visualize only about something you want. Just chill out. Do your best not to think while soaking in the tub, unless it's for positive visualization. You can take a day off, but do it before everybody knows you should have already taken a day off. And take more time if you need it. You can do a hobby that's stress-free, gardening, fishing, boating, walking. Golf works, unless you get freaked out by how your handicap's going the wrong way. You just can't let the difficulty of the game cause the very stress that you'd like to eliminate. That's why you're playing golf. Change your environment. Change your house. Add fresh flowers, music, candles. Change your environment. That'll help handle stress. Getting seven to eight hours of sleep each night, that's definitely a stress buster. Now, I take 10 or 15-minute power naps. I, I try to do it almost every day. A few times I, I miss it. Uh, it doesn't take long to revitalize all my energy. So I can send it away from me. And I can also put up the barriers that keep negativity away from me. And be aware of your breathing. Six to eight breaths, you know, I throw that around a lot, but that's really deep inhale, long exhale. Most people aren't breathing six to eight breaths. But the zone, well, that's when it happens. You'll be breathing that deeply. And then take regular yoga classes. Work out, but I love yoga, mainly because of the relaxation. How about with your significant other? What stresses you out? 
with him or her? Do you get upset? What do you do? How do you react to that when your spouse drops some stress on your plate? The first thing I would do would be to unhinge my jaw and just breathe and do nothing. Absorb, absorb, and let it pass through you any verbal or nonverbal hurricanes uh, that someone, your significant other, brings your way. You got to be a palm tree in these verbal, even nonverbal hurricanes. Nothing phases you. All your energy is flowing away from you. And as you're looking at the person that's delivering you negative news that could cause most people to be stressed, you're taking stock. You're relaxing. You're not overreacting. You're not mirroring and becoming agitated and irate, the exact thing that they're doing to you. No, you're, you're a palm tree in a hurricane. Is that easy? Takes practice. But the best in the world, they need these little tips and tools because they know there's going to be score breakers, zone breakers, every game, every pro sport. 20 pro sports I've worked with, and every one are the same. Two teams, two people want the same thing, and one's going to get it, and one's not. (laughs) Right there, we got some stress. And you definitely need to keep your thoughts focused away from you. What does that mean? No put-down thoughts. Oh, God, I'm such an idiot. None of those thoughts. Oh, man, I suck. Are you serious? I can't believe I did that again. You know what? I I ran my car into the curb. I need new rims. Are you serious? Yeah, that's negative stress. And the way you're doing it, the images in the screen of space in your brain, those are put-downs. Focus energy on specific, positive, achievable goals that lead you to a vision. How about laughter? You can laugh at the situation, laugh at the circumstance or condition, but you got to laugh daily. Don't get too serious. This is a great negative stress combatant laughter. I see it all the time with the champions. They will laugh more during moments of truth than a lot of other people. And then just prepare early. Prepare. Get, get there early so you, you, don't, you can avoid the last-minute rush. Get ready. And then visualize only what you want in your life. Manage your thoughts, and now you'll be able to manage the stress in your life. So let me walk through your life. Your self arena. This is your body weight. This is how you think you look in the mirror. This is your cholesterol, your food intake, your sleep, any stress in your personal self arena, any negative thoughts that create more stress. And of course, the more you look in the mirror and the more you get on the scales and the more you're upset, the more you're going to eat. And if you say, no, I'm not, I'm going to eat less, the odds are you'll eat fast, then you'll eat too much. How's your self arena? Just you, no one else. Me, myself, and I, it's just you. Any stress in that arena? Anything that you need to flip the script on how you're thinking? How about your personal finance? You need cash? You have a cash flow challenge? You got money coming in, but it ain't come in. I got money coming in, it just ain't come in yet. Having a cash flow challenge, that's stressful. Anybody's owned a business, that's stressful. Everybody wants to get paid, but no one wants to pay us. 
Okay, that can happen. How stress, negative stress, in your business? How stress with your boss? When your boss says something, do you roll your eyes? Do you blow your breath? Do you tighten your chest? Do you not like your boss? Is this a seat of stress for you? Flip the script. Look at your boss in a positive way. Yeah, but yeah, but he's not a positive guy. Do it anyway. Send out positive vibes. See him successful. See her successful. Is that easy? Yeah, it's easy. Will you do it? Most won't. It's like having a, one of your kids not doing well in school. And I'm, I'm always trying to get him to study, and he never studies, and he brings home bad grades, and the teacher marks the paper up, and uh, he's late for class. How are you late for class? You're already at school. You're late for period three. Period. What are you doing? And so you're upset. You're not pleased. Your expectations for him, it's not meeting reality. I'm stressed out. I'm yelling. Well, you've now allowed his challenge to back up into your life. And, of course, that's how the dog gets kicked or you bark at your significant other for no reason. See what you want in other people. It's going to be easier than you think. And once you send out these positive boomerangs, they're going to come back, these mental positive boomerangs. How's your business arena? How are you handling stress? Can you slow down or are you always in a rush, in a hurry? And does it seem chaotic? Well, that can be coming from the top. That can be coming from the competition. But you got to be cool. You want to put on that purposeful calm. How's your relationship with your mother, your father? Any stress there? Trying to get dad to take his heart medicine, trying to get mom to uh, go to the doctor, uh, try to get them to take care of the house, sell their house, move to Florida. All those things that happen when they were the coach when you were growing up and now you're the coach. Well, that's a reversal. How's your stress there? Do you lose patience? Do you start to yell? Are you picturing negativity? Flip the script on this. Get control. We need good stress. Set some positive visions, positive goals in that particular arena. How about your brother? How about your sister? Maybe it's a sibling you haven't talked to in a long time. Maybe you're having serious challenges with a sibling over how to handle mom or dad. How's that going? Do you get upset? Do you yell? Do you think about them in a negative way? Do you bring up other things in the past that's happened between the two of you? Or are you in the moment? And do you have a vision for that arena? Have you seen it B to A? And once you do that, anything that's negative from them, that's uh, that's their challenge. It's not mine. You can't solve every challenge. Don't, don't try. Some challenges are beyond your control. Control only what you can control. And the one thing you can control is how you react to these zone breakers that create the stress that backs up on top of us. What other life arenas do you have? Which kid causes the most stress? And which person in your life do you start thinking about the most in a negative way? A friend. They're always dumping on you with their challenges. They get you to think about it. You're almost coaching them. 
yet you're carrying their stress around. You're concerned about what's happening to them, and you forget what's happening to me. You got to be your own best friend, especially when it comes to stress. Stress is needed to be in the zone. It's mandatory. That's why self-discipline is first in the score success system. It's first in the word score. It's first in the system itself. That's why we need a blueprint first. The blueprint is that map, that B to A in every arena of your life. And when you have a blueprint, you're going to feel stress-free. Yeah, we got to manifest it, and hopefully your visions and goals are not out of whack too lofty. That, that happens. But without a blueprint, you're going to live a chaotic life. That's stressful. Stress is good. Now put your hand on your belly button, either hand, left or right. Take about two or three really deep breaths. Unhinge your jaw. Let your tongue float in your mouth. And with each inhale and each exhale, allow your stomach to move your hand. Don't move your hand. As you inhale, your hand goes toward the backbone, and exhale, it'll go away from your backbone. And just have about six or eight breaths. Inhale, exhale. This is how how a little baby breathes. And when you feel that instant pressure, that instant tension, that little bit of stress that just walked into your life, you can breathe like a baby. You can reboot and just turn your brain off. Definitely unhinge your jaw. You can also pick your head up above parallel. That'll keep you from repeating the negative over and over again, which will be uh, uh, soon into a worry state. And then just slow down. I was talking to someone today. I, I went to the cleaners and I took some clothes in. I was talking to a lady and I had a ton of clothes uh, to be cleaned. And I turned around, I go, I'm so sorry. She goes, no, I've got plenty of time. I'm, I'm, I'm patient. I said, wow, you're one of the fortunate few. And, uh, and I said to her, we all know the ending. We all know how this is going to end. It, it ends the same for every person on this planet. We transition to another state. And I'm not talking about Kansas or Nebraska. I'm talking about a state of being. We die. So why are we hurrying? Why are we in a rush? Slow it down. Enjoy. Add some silence between the notes of your life. Life is awesome. And life is here for us to enjoy in the moment. Most stress comes from something we think we need to do in the future, which gets us anxious. And that stress of being anxious, it flows right back into one, two, three, 30, 50 of those 600 muscles in our body. And then there's thinking about the past. You keep going over the negative past. I was on the phone two days ago uh, with a lady from L.A., and she had had a serious challenge with her significant other, and um, he left her, and he left her unhappy. He was unhappy. Uh, she was shocked, although 
uh, in that conversation, she revealed, well, there were a lot of tells. I shouldn't have been that shocked. But she kept going over and over what a scumbag this guy was and how bad he was. And I don't know if that was supposed to make her feel bad that he left. Thank goodness he was bad anyway. Uh, We all put those safety nets underneath us, but she kept going over and over the past, and I told her she would never be a champion performer with her mind completely ensconced into the past. Stay out of the past. It's great to have a belly laugh with a friend and talk about old times, and it's great also to evaluate or analyze or learn something. It's, It's the best. Otherwise, stay out of it. That's where stress resides, and that's where it's manifest into its physical equivalent, which can alter your body, alter your mind, and take you off the pathway of reaching your vision goals for 2020. Zoniacs, we are the masters of mastering stress, and we want stress, good stress, use stress. That's what gets the champion up in the morning, That's what tucks us in bed. It's not stress in a, oh my gosh, freak out, panic way. It's just stress that activates the body and gets you in a peak performance state mentally, physically, technically, and intuitively. So let's go to the Zone Cafe. Let's see what's missing. You can do this for any arena of your life or you can use it generically for your entire life. So pull up to the Zone Cafe, we're cooking, five things only. We got five things that you can order, and you can only order one. You can come back later. You can order more. But right now, you can only order one of these. Self-discipline. We're cooking that up. That's having a blueprint. That's a willingness, a commitment to stay with tasks you selected, with goals that you chose to reach a place and time, a vision. How's your self-discipline? Are you patient? Do you have perseverance? Is it well-defined? You can order that if you want. But maybe you do have a plan. Maybe you do have good direction of where you're going. But do you lose your focus every now and then? Do you look around to see the shiny dime of opportunity, at least perceived opportunity? Or Can you stay focused on what's happening right now? Staying off the cell phone, totally locked into the moment, finishing the task at hand, one shot at a time, one hole at a time in golf, one possession at a time in the NBA or college basketball. How's your concentration? Would you like to order a big bucket of that? We got a whole bucket of focus where you can mentally and physically focus your energy on those goals that lead to your vision. But maybe, maybe, maybe you're self-disciplined. Maybe you got some good focus. But maybe every now and then you have a sliver of doubt. How's your optimism? Does it waver? Sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's not. Can you easily get derailed from this confidence? You know, optimism is the belief, expectancy, and a sense of knowing that your blueprint will be manifest by you in that timeline. You know you can do it. You created this blueprint. It wasn't pie in the sky. 
it's something, maybe a little bit of a stretch, maybe something you've never done before. Okay, that creates you stress. I've never done it before. Did you see the NBA dunk contest? There were a couple of dunks. The guy would never done it before ever. I think I don't even think he did it in practice. Spontaneous. Well, that's what pressure does. That's what you stress does. It takes you to a place you can't even believe that you went. That's peak performance at its finest. How's your optimism? How's your self-esteem, what you think other people think about you? How's that going? You can order optimism if you want it. It governs confidence, trust, belief, expectancy. But maybe, well, maybe you need to chill out. We've talked about chilling out. We've talked about the palm tree. We've talked about the reboot. We've talked about the technique of breathing like a baby. Do you need more relaxation in your life? Put it in your life. Take a nap. Get some sleep. Lower your breathing. Slow down your life. You'll get things done. But maybe, maybe you have all of these, but maybe you're lacking some passion, some energy, some enthusiasm, some fire in your belly. Well, that's going to give you a little shot of dopamine and a side of adrenaline. Maybe that's what you need. Unfortunately, a lot of people, uh, to get that adrenaline, things have to be at their worst. But the best in the world, they know what they need. If they need enjoyment, they just pick up the pace. They need relaxation, they slow down the pace. They need discipline, they come out with tactics and strategy immediately. So what are you ordering? Self-discipline, concentration, optimism, relaxation, enjoyment? The awareness of that will fix it nine out of ten times. Pressure. Stress. Diamonds. Stress is the fuel for peak performance. It is the best friend of the champion. Become a diamond. Yes, with this mindset, your dreams come true. I'm Jim Fannin. I'm your zone coach. Zoniacs, I'll talk to you next week. I'm heading off to Miami, to all my friends in Miami. I'm coming. Make sure that temperature's 75 or, or above. Uh, I always love going to Miami. I always love hanging out at South Beach, um, down there for the food festival. It's going to be a zone week. I can't wait, and I will talk to you soon. Be in the zone, everybody. It's the only place to be. This has been America's Most Positive Podcast, The Jim Fannin Show. Get more of Jim's knowledge, experience, and tips, as well as what's coming up on the show now at jimfannin.com. And make sure to follow Jim on Twitter, at Jim Fannin. This has been The Jim Fannin Show on Radio Influence. This is A Place for My Head Quick Fix on Radio Influence. This week on the A Place for My Head podcast, Brandon Thompson and I are talking about how you handle those people that see things as only black and white. Those people that can't see the gray area in anything and that it's one way or the other and it can't be a little bit of both. Those people that can't compromise on anything. How do you deal with those people? Yeah, hell, we, we don't know either, but we're trying to figure it out the same way you guys are. We also talk about stress and things like that. So make sure to check out, download, and subscribe to the A Place for My Head podcast. 
A Place for My Head with Brandon Thompson and Jerry P. Tuck can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.